Hey, everybody, and welcome to Silence Your Cell Phones. My name's Kevin. Here, as always, with my buddy. Uh, I was going to say your name, but uh, here, uh, as always, with my buddy, Jarrett. That's me. I'm Jarrett. And uh, we've got an interesting episode today. Um, you know, it's going to be a little different than what you're used to. Yeah. We're, we're evolving. We're all I can say. We're trying stuff. We're <laughs> <laughs> we're we're getting better every week now what i will say as a as a prelude to this entire thing is that i was a slacker this week and uh it was a very busy week and so i didn't get to as many of the things that i we we were going to cover on this episode so we had to pivot and that's that's what we're doing that's what professionals do though i mean i got stuck at work until 10 o'clock last night so we couldn't record and then today we have tornadoes rolling through. Yeah, so, I could li- we could literally lose power yeah, at, at any it, second. At any moment. But uh, <laughs> we're dedicated to this. We're dedicated to y'all. So bear with us in our times of trial. So, uh, Jared, yes, sir. I'll go ahead and get it out of the way now. Uh, what did you watch this week? Uh, I watched 16 Candles. Nice. Uh, I watched What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Um. I watched Euphoria, the first four episodes. I watched the new episodes of Demon Slayer. Uh, and then I forget what night it was, but we just watched bad anime. Like, I don't know. Just... the name of an anime? No, we no. We, lit- we literally anime. just went through stuff that was, like, super cringy. And we just watched the first episode. Then... I watched one of those this week. What'd you watch? As a Latin, a guy that... Had... I don't know if you've met him before. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Latin actually came in our chat and said something about it's called Room One or One Room, and it is don't whatever yeah. you do. Yeah, I watched. Don't do it. I watched the first episode of a show called Dress Up Darling, which is supposed to be like the big slice of life. Um, a lot of fan service, so I understand where the hype came from. Sure. Uh, and then I watched, it's not all out yet, but I watched what's re- been released of the new Bel Air series. Yeah, um, what do you think about that? Okay, so I think the acting is mediocre. Well, the uh, original acting was mediocre. But... Yeah, but like mediocre in a sitcom and mediocre in when you're trying to actually act, I think are two different things. Uh, um, so it's okay. Uh, I enjoy it enough to keep watching it. They do some general nods to the original show that i appreciated so like the very first thing in the first episode when the new will wakes up they're playing uh the j cole song um no role models and so so, you know the the first line of that song is first things first rest in peace peace yeah but it starts at like it goes first thing first and then the show starts and so I'm that's like, okay, sick. that's kind of cool. And then some of the dialogue choices are kind of funny. Like he'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, dude, what brought you to LA? And he's like, you know, I got in a fight and my mom got scared. Uh, so she moved me out here with my uncle. And I was like, okay. So like, it's, it's quirky. Uh, it's definitely different. Um, I don't think in, you know, if you haven't seen the original, maybe, but like not having OG Uncle Phil, kind of sucks yeah his character is a little different um all the characters are different really um like the first episode carlton just snorts a line of xanax 
And I was that's like, wild. Yeah, that's that's different. Joffrey is like not just a butler, but he's kind of like the rip of the bank's household. Like he's the enforcer. Like he makes like things move in the dark. Uh, and like hashtag not my Carlton. Yeah, not, yeah, definitely not, my not Jeffrey. Definitely, but I like Jeffrey more. Uh, Jazz is a better character. He's not just comedic relief. That's but, good. But yeah, I mean, it's worth it. Like if you've seen the original sitcom and you were a fan of the show, I would definitely say watch so, it. I was gonna ask when you when you hear when you think of Jeffrey, uh, do, this is what I always picture: cannons to the right of them, cannons to the left of them. Do you remember that episode yes. where he did that that like poetry thing? Yes, uh, that's my favorite favorite Jeffrey favorite version. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, it's not better than the original. Obviously, uh, I mean the guy that's doing Will isn't he doesn't have the same charisma. As Will sure. Smith did, um, but so that's a little more dramatic, but it's good. Yeah. Um, do you expect cameos from Will I would Smith be, or uh, what's Carlton's name? I was Alfonso. Alfonso. Yeah. Uh, maybe some cameos. I think Will Smith is producing. It, yeah, it. he's co-producing. Okay. So I'd be very surprised slash disappointed if he wasn't somewhere in the show at some point yeah uh but that's about all i got into i was also kind of it's super bowl week we were all busy so yeah yeah it was, it was it was a good one what about you what'd you get into uh honestly i didn't get i didn't get to a whole lot not not everything i wanted to obviously i was busy had a bunch of church stuff had a bunch of work stuff going on uh i did they put the new season of disenchantment and you know me with my cartoon, like, you know, yeah. Um, actually the, the creator of disenchantment is Matt Groening who did a little show called the Simpsons, whatever. Yeah. Um, dude, but that show like only had what 36 seasons. So it's like, yeah, it's it's it, is it really popular? Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's, and it's, it's fantastic. I really like it. Um, I watched a couple episodes of the Rick and Morty. Um, they put, they released it on HBO max. Yeah. I saw that. I watched an episode, one episode of euphoria. Uh, actually the last two days, my HBO max has been like to put, I don't know what's going on. Um, so I'm gonna have to figure that out or I won't get to any of euphoria and that's going to break my heart. Yeah. I can tell in your voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, I watched the uh, the Princess Bride. Yes, and that movie was made in 1987, mm-hmm. and uh, I hadn't seen it in years. And it was kind of cool because I watched it with a bunch of people from church, and I had just forgotten. Well, learned I guess uh, the main actors uh, plays in a a main role in my one of my favorite TV shows, Psych. So that was kind of cool, uh, Pierre Despero. Did you did you watch this at FHE? Yeah, it was a, nice. Yeah, um, it was like our little Valentine's Day thing. So it was it was cool. And then uh, I watched Pretty in Pink. Was the movie you gave me for the week? So I did I did get to that. Um, and that movie, I I'll talk about that too here in a little yeah. bit. So not a whole lot. I did. Um, I watched at the start of the week. I watched like three or four episodes of Peacemaker 
because I yeah. thought that at episode three I was current and I realized that there was like seven episodes. So I had to get current and yeah, the finale's wow. today. Yeah, so I'll be watching that. Yeah, probably as soon as we like get off. when we get off, I'll probably watch still, it. Still probably the best intro of any TV show. Oh, it's phenomenal. I've never skipped it once. I saw a tweet that said, you know, you keep asking me to skip the intro HBO, and I'm gonna always say no. I accidentally skipped it last week and then re Damn on you. I rewound it. <laughs> oh, good for you. And, and watched it. <laughs> So. Yeah, I'll be interested in what the uh, little green guy had to say about the butterflies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just to see kind of what's going on there. But Yeah, he beat the shit out of those kids at the yeah, gas yeah, station. Yeah, he did. He did. They deserved it, though, bro. Yeah, yeah he's giving me a new love for Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, he likes them, and uh, he likes beating people up, and he's a fun character. He is a fun character. I appreciate that. So, um, no, go ahead. I was gonna say since we're already doing like Peacemaker, you just want to roll through Euphoria real quick because it's probably the shortest part of the segment since you only watched an episode. Yeah, sure, uh, absolutely. So Euphoria been getting a lot of hype because I think season two is supposed to be like wild. Uh, supposed to be getting Zendaya like a bunch of Emmy talk. I think for next year, um, she's pretty impressive. Uh, the show itself. I don't think it's for everyone. A lot of a lot of crazy content. A lot of things that don't actually happen in high school. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there are I'm sure there are cases that where it happens to someone in high school, but the frequency at which they happen in this high school seems a little over exaggerated, which is a part of the show. A lot of drug use, a lot of sex. Um, I think the twists are pretty good. Like, after episode three, things that I thought were going to happen aren't happening, and, like, characters that are getting involved in things are not what I was expecting. Um, so the twists get pretty good. Uh, I love the cinematics of it. Like, there's some really clean shots of, like, moving pieces and how they splice things together and their use of color. Like, the last episode I watched was at a carnival and I really enjoyed the background music, the shot selection. But I think they're the most interesting part of the show is that the drug dealer Fez is probably the most wholehearted person in the show, uh, which tells you a lot about the other characters you have to watch. Yeah. So I, I actually agree with you on the, the cinematic thing. Uh, I've, I've watched one episode and I think the coolest shot that I got to see was the, um, she was high at the party and yeah. the room like spun around, uh, like around and she was like on the wall. Yeah. Then on the ceiling, but everybody else stayed this, yeah. like this, it was really, it was a really cool shot and, and extremely well done. Um, so yeah, that was, one of the few like things that I enjoyed about the show was how it was shot. Um, so far, the characters, man. I look. I when I watch these things, I try to at least see some like semblance of the uh, the high school 
experience, something authentic. And uh, that just ain't it, Chief. I mean, I don't know no. what you were doing in high school, but I was not, doing zero of those things. Not finital. I was yeah. not doing that. Yeah. So, you know, there's just not cool. Not, not cool. It was also very depressing. Like, I hate, hate Zendaya's, Zendaya's character. Can't stand it absolutely can't stand it because her, her sister and that whole thing i just I'll, I'll wait to unpack it further but like i just i don't like her as a character i think she's a great actress and she's definitely the best actress in the show let's be oh. clear her performance is is fantastic yeah it's and she narrates the whole thing so like it's really really cool um how how that's played out uh it's just her actual character is somebody that i don't like yeah rue's someone you have to have a lot of empathy for uh and i think that you gain more of that through a couple episodes sure um yeah the first episode is definitely very jarring uh it is it is wild to say the least so uh go into it with an open mind if you are going to watch it um because it's not going to be like anything you've probably ever watched it's kind of like an adult degrassi yeah it it ain't for kids no let's just let's get that out there now Uh uh-uh don't watch it with your children and watch it watch it with your spouse not your kids it's honestly something that like you should just watch alone I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a show you watch, you watch with, with people. Period. <laughs> like it's something you just need to unpack by yourself. Uh, yeah. So, although to be fair, with a with a title like Euphoria, I would have been really disappointed if the cinematics weren't on point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think my favorite scene so far was it was either in episode three or four, but these two people are texting each other, but it's through like a dating app, and they don't know who each other are and so it like shows them in relation to each other while like meshing the scene yeah it's hard to explain but like once you see it happen it's really it's really sick so whoever whoever's doing the cinematographer uh cinematographer the show knows what they're doing but it's just the content it's 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 rough it is rough that is true um so yeah, Euphoria. I'll and I'll definitely I'll catch up with you. I will. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this week will be a little bit, a little bit better uh, for me as far as having actual real time. Yeah, we can only hope. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what did you want to get to next? You want to do we, our movie of the week? Yeah, then? we can. We can do our movies of the week. Uh, okay. I'll let I'll let you start since I kind of. Cool. Um. I w- had the privilege of watching Pretty in Pink. And actually, let me pull up the cast because I saw something amazing, and it needs to be it needs to be discussed. He's one of my favorite actors, uh, and it's mainly because I love the show, uh, The Blacklist. Raymond Reddington, a young Raymond Reddington, is in this movie. Did you did you ever get into that show, Jared? No. My really? parents my parents liked it. I never did many uh television shows. Well, I mean, I won't say television shows, but I didn't do like 
primetime ABC, NBC, CBS shows. Ah, okay. So the cast for this movie is nuts. Uh, uh, Molly Ringwald, from, and most people know her from The Breakfast Club. Uh, John Cryer was Ducky. My boy, James Spader, uh, was Steph. And this movie was, it was okay. I didn't necessarily enjoy it, uh, mostly because I hated Ducky. I'll say it. Yeah. Ducky gave off the creepiest stalker vibes. And, and they try to paint it in a light that's somehow adoring. That it, but but it's really bordering on obsessive, and it was very off-putting, and I didn't like it. It's the so 80s, like, baby. So, like, and she was perfectly okay with it, right? Which is what, like, got to me. Like, she obviously would, would say, hey, like, you know, we're not, whatever. Um, but it didn't stop him. And so, like, one scene, I'm watching, I'm watching him get, not put down, but rejected. Yeah by molly ringwald and the next scene i'm watching him talk to her father about marrying her and i'm sitting there going what what is this like what is this guy about i don't understand and somehow so and i had to look it up because when i watch movies like that i and i i key in on a character i don't like i've got to see i've got to see how it ends yeah so mid mid movie i google does ducky end up with uh dude why not just you're watching the movie why do because i still had like an hour left so so apparently in the original script ducky was supposed to end up with molly like at the prom he was she was supposed to pick him or whatever instead of uh what's his name judd Dane, uh, Dane, Danny. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that movie forever. So. Yeah, uh, Blaine. So okay. obviously, that's not how it happens. I would have literally stopped the movie. Yeah, it's just. I would have stopped it because persistence is important. Let me tell you though, Blaine was that guy. And here's the thing: this another thing I didn't understand about the movie. Their situation was as follows. She was poor. He was, Blaine, was rich. Yes. They're from two different worlds. And Molly Ringwald's character was like, this will never work. He's far too rich for me. And that's just, the narrative doesn't make sense to me. Like, you're in poverty. He's wealthy. It seems like it would work out for you. Maybe it's just like she doesn't you know? think. Maybe when she says it won't work, she was thinking like long term. Like they're too different. Oh no, she was so worried about what their respective well, friends yeah. would think, right? And so they go on their first date or whatever, and the first thing he wants to do is go to this party with a bunch of other wealthy kids, and she's like, I I don't know about that, you know. And so, but they you know they go, and it's awful. It's absolutely mm-hmm. awful. Right, they have a terrible yeah, because rich rich people are assholes. So then what they decide to do after that is go to where she would normally be on a free night, which was at this local 
bar or whatever. And Ducky was there. And he treated Blaine like trash. And they hated it. And they left. And like it was like the worst date ever. And at the end of it, he's like, if you could put me in a Turkish prison and I'll be happy as long as you're there. Like he didn't care. He didn't care where they were. Only that they were together. And that's why I I really liked Blaine as a character. You know, he didn't care about money or no money or, you know, he appreciated just being with her, right? Yeah. And he didn't let what his friends say get to him, right? Because Spader's character in this movie was awful. He was not a good guy. Yeah. So, Most of us, those cast people aren't exactly yeah. the best people yeah so yeah but i mean it was very 1980s it was fine i i just not for me not a movie i i would particularly like i think that's a movie for you know when you're when you're a, a teenager in the 90s i think you identify with that a little bit more probably pro- probably more so a teenage girl yeah um than, than guy but um you know it, i'm sh- and, and i've i've heard of this movie it, i think it let's see what it got on here it got a 6.8 out of 10 on imdb like 7 out of 10 like that's really good so it reviews very well um the acting was really good obviously john crier um molly ringwald uh james spader harry dean stanton uh people that had really successful careers and for a good reason. So the acting was, was pretty, and it was really cool seeing a young James Spader. Yeah. I think a lot of people came out of the John Hughes brat pack kind of uh, better off. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, it was, it was fine. Just maybe not for me. I can appreciate it from an acting standpoint. I thought they did a very good job. Very strong actors um, and actresses, obviously. So yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I probably give it a. I mean, I wouldn't give it a seven out of ten. You know, two and a half out of out of five. Two and a know. half. Yeah, just not for me, man. You know, I, not, I, you know, I respect it. Strong acting. I thought the the plot was kind of weak, but it's it was written for teenage girls. Yeah. So. Anyways, you uh, had 16 I, Candles. Yeah, I had 16 Candles, which is John Hughes' first film. Oh. Um, and kind of the Brat Pack starting era. Again, Molly Ringwald. Uh, let see who else was in it. Um, Paul Dooley, Justin Henry, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, who I think you'll see again in Weird Science. Yeah, He was, he was also in The Breakfast Club. Um, yes. And he was the best part of 16 Candles. And we don't actually know his name. Uh, he's just he's just credited as Geek. And he's really? actually he, yeah he's actually an important part of the movie. But he never he's uncredited. He's just Geek. He's credited like in the credits, but there's not a name beside it. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, so uh, I could definitely see the appeal. I thought this movie was really funny. Um, there's a lot of iconic scenes that come out of it. Like uh, it's been troped a bunch of times. Like she walks out of the church and then a car drives off and then 
there's the guy she's been wanting to date all movies sitting in his like a red Corvette or whatever it was. And you see that played off in a bunch of rom-coms. Uh, the thing I wasn't expecting was kind of the subtle racism of Long Duck Dong uh, and how every time he spoke, an Asian gong would just go off in the background. And I was like, dude, no way it happens all movie. And sure enough, <laughs> the entire movie, I was like, the, you would get crucified. Oh, in yeah. 2022. That doesn't, that doesn't play today, but yeah. it's canceled. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I'm kind of the same as where you were. I don't think this movie was made for guys. Uh, it's definitely a love story. That's uh, really funny. There was way more comedy in it than I was expecting. Um, I forgot how wild 80s movies were. Like, again, it was just... Uh, oh, yeah. Like you just do whatever you want. and Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, there's no blowback. <laughs> there's no blowbacks to it. Uh we were talking about movie, like actors that were in it that we weren't expecting. There was one guy who literally was in the movie for like four minutes and it was John Cusack. Like, really? Never actually had a, like might've said three words the entire movie, but he was a part of like the geeks. No way. Yeah. And I, I saw him getting pulled out of the trunk of a car and I was like, there's no way that's John Cusack. And sure enough. It, yeah. It sure it, was. Bryce. It says it yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I bet he looked like a baby, too, oh, didn't he? Yeah, like <laughs> 16 years old. Wow. Like that's crazy. Fresh, fresh babe. Um, but, you know, I kind of knew what I was getting. I don't think it was as good as The Breakfast Club. Yeah, uh, that's a that's like the pinnacle, though. Of, of yeah, I think, I think that's the peak of the Brat Pack. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably go through and try to watch more because there was some that I hadn't seen um, just to kind of round out my John Hughes 80s knowledge. But for a rom-com, I think Sixteen Candles is perfectly fine. Uh, I liked how it's, it's just kind of like one of those misdirections where she's pining over a guy who, again, is rich and has the perfect girlfriend and he doesn't love his girlfriend because she's superficial and he's trying to date Molly Ringwald the entire movie, but they never can actually like link up yeah. until the end. Um, also super iconic scene where they're sitting on the table together and there's the cake with 16 candles on it. Uh, so. Yeah. It's funny. Cause last week you said, and, and as soon as you said it, I was like, <laughs> I know what movie I'm giving Jared. Uh, you said that Lauren wanted to see more of the the Brat Pack movies, and yeah. I immediately knew I was giving you this one if you didn't if you didn't give it to me because I th I actually thought you were gonna give me Sixteen Candles, but that's fair. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. So, do you have a movie for me for next week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I want to hear yours first. Okay. Ten things I hate about you. That was really fast. Can you say it slower? No, no I, I, I Google out. Because I'm ready. Okay. All right. Um, I want you to watch the one with Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, no, not Anne Hathaway. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, thank the you. The proposal? That's the one, yep. Yeah, okay. You know me so well. <laughs> it. it was either going to be that one or the, um, the Jennifer Aniston and uh, Gerard Butler one, and I can never remember it. 
Oh, yeah, that movie was bad, though, so I'd much rather watch The Proposal. Okay, good. Everybody loves Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Yeah, Boy. and it's got Betty White in it, so. Of course. You're welcome. Rest Rip. in peace. Gone too Rip soon. Betty. Yeah, 100 years old. <laughs> 99. That's true. She didn't make it to 100. Uh, well, anywho. I could only think of the joke in my head. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I almost yeah. spit my whole drink out. Yeah. I'm always up for a good Paul Walker joke, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so, you got the proposal, and you gave me, what was it again? Ten, ten things days. I had about you? Yeah. It's Is that got, Matthew McConaughey? And... No, that's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Uh, oh. Ten things I hate about you has Heath Ledger oh. in it nice okay yes i love it yeah i think it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a playoff of a shakespeare like a othello or midsummer's night's dream sure something like that but a retelling yeah i was but, just thinking about the a night's tale and whether or not that was a a love story and it really is it really is dude he went through a lot so, of hell yeah, and that was the Canterbury Tales, right? So, you know, yeah. Jeffrey Chaucer and anyways. Yeah. You see that you see this circles back to a night's tale. No, not being, a sport. Being, not a, a, sport, being a universal movie. No. You can accepted. use it, you can use it for any category. Anthony Lenekis, I need you for this ruling. Can you please just tell him no for the last time? No. Obviously <laughs> not. It was it was a good pick. But anyway, uh so the main topic of today Yes. Uh, yes. We are. We have been blessed by the trailer gods with a ton of new movies slash TV shows coming out here pretty soon. A bunch of them got spoiled at the Super Bowl. Uh, but we are going to go through, watch some trailers with you guys, give our opinions, and then what were we? You said you want to do a segment on if we think it's going to boom or bust. Is that what we were yeah. doing? Yeah, so yeah, that was something I wanted to do was it was a boomer bus segment where we would just we would basically say whether or not we think the movie's going to do well in the box office or 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 not or not okay, based so on we'll, just the trailer. So let's put let's put a number on it. <clears throat> okay. Are we going to say like what is what are we considering a successful box office movie? Uh, I would say successful probably in COVID season. Let's say twenty-five million week one. Twenty-five. I think twenty. I think twenty-five million dollars week one is a good like indicator of how a movie will will do will fare later on. Okay, I'm going to look up. I'm just going to look up screen opening box office numbers. Sure. To see what if twenty-five is a low ball or not. Okay, so Scream has made $173 million so far. Yeah, but how much did it make in week one, though? Um, I w- if I had to guess, I'd probably say around $22 million. Let me see. Opening was $30. $30 million? Okay. Yeah. Then I think, I, think 25, I, mean, I, think, I think 25 is fine week one. Sure. Sure. All right, so 25, week one. Um, we are trying something new here, so. Yes, and us. exciting. Oh, this is this is great. All right, so I'm let pumped. me get to it. Also, I, I also want to say something. First of all, big shouts out to Matt Stafford 
Aaron Donald. I know you guys are huge fans of the show. Uh, congrats on your Super Bowl win. Yeah, you guys. And, Matt, you deserve it. You do. You do deserve And George is a Georgia guy. You're a Georgia guy. We're like basically friends already. Yeah. So come on the show. Be a guest. Uh, the second thing I wanted to explain is why Dr. Evil and Austin Powers are sandwiching me in. And that's because during the Super Bowl, we got a commercial with Dr. Evil and his evil henchman, yeah. his son Scott, and apparently grandson named Kyle. And uh, it made me nostalgic, and I really want an Austin Powers 4. So this is me shooting my shot with the cinematic world, begging for Austin Powers 4, please. Dude, I think the best part about the Super Bowl is every commercial was nostalgic. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It's it's uh it's it's thematic though. It's 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 topical. It's current. It's a it's the thing that that gets people watching. Oh. Even the halftime show was nostalgic. Eminem, oh, for- Fifty Cent, Snoop, Dre. You know, like it was uh Kendrick. Kendrick. I don't know how he got roped in with all those dudes, but yeah, because he's really not that old. I mean, his his no, he's. His coming oh. out was like what oh nine two thousand ten. I was about to say that. Like, like humble was four humble years was ago, like, five years ago maybe. Oh, I think it was like twenty twelve, man. Oh, dude, don't tell me that. Yeah, I think so. I I hate it for Am you. Am I that really old? Do. I mean, we're thirty now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but when you say it like that, it sounds bad. Are you googling it? No, I'm pulling up. Okay. The first trailer. I, I, I'm googling it. Humble release date. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. It was, uh, well, you're more correct. It's 2017. I mean, that was five years ago. Yeah. Well, you said four. So I said four to five. Did you? Yes. It, it's in the VOD. I have, I'll have my, uh, you will have the VOD. All right. <laughs> First trailer locked and loaded. Yes. Jurassic World Dominion. I wanted to show them something that wasn't an illusion. I love that. Yeah. Something that was real. We love Chris Pratt, though. Yeah, but the callback to the original man is just... Something that we can see and touch. Creation. Little baby velociraptor? Yeah, that's terrifying, though. It is. I don't care if they're friends with Chris Pratt or not. That's actually terrifying. If there's a phobia of getting attacked by velociraptors irrationally, that's probably one of mine. We're going to see her again. That's our job. Humans and dinosaurs can't coexist. Yikes. That's probably also up there on my fears of things that could happen. Ellie Sattler. Hmm. Alan Grant. That sound you just made. What was that? Hmm. It just takes me back. I love Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. We're racing toward the extinction of our species. 
We not only lack dominion over nature. Oh yeah. We're subordinate to it. What's he gonna do with that baby knife? You know? Come back. I always come back. Pray. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna go fight this dinosaur right after I uh, butter this toast. <laughs> that's another plane, right? Not exactly. You see, Chris, you know damn well that's not another plane. There's no point in even asking. Absolutely. That's going to be... Oh, oh. Do, are we, do I say now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think most of these that we're doing today are 100%... Boomers? Yeah, they're going to boom. So, I, dude, the, and first of all, the shots... And, and trailers are supposed to... They're supposed to take the best shots from the movie. Yes. Throw them into a 30, you know three minute clip trailer whatever and it's supposed to make the movie look good make you want to go watch it um but those shots i thought were insane yes one with the big alligator thing coming out of the ocean yeah that would be the uh the duality of the dinosaur mouth over the water and her like kind of like in the Uh, yeah underwater shot um and then obviously the landscape shots were really cool um i i love i love the Jurassic park franchise uh, i know you're with me on that yes huge boom huge boom yeah i think it might have been i don't know if the second one did but i know jurassic world was like the second or third it's probably fourth or fifth now highest grossing films of all time yeah uh i expect this one to be pretty big considering it's the finale I think it'll I think it'll it'll top them all. That's my yeah, prediction. Yeah, and then I mean it's doing kind of what we've seen for the past couple of years of bringing back legacy characters. Yeah. Like we get Then Jeff Goldblum was like, oh. yeah, yeah, well Jeff Goldblum had been in was in the second one at like the end of it. He was right in um trial or something. Um but I wasn't expecting to see Alan Grant and Ellie again. Yeah. Um and I've seen Jurassic Park probably 40 or 50 times. Uh, it's still, it's like got a score that like makes my hair stand up on my arms. Uh, I think that movie for sure, uh, probably definitely a top 10 all time grossing movie. Yeah. Um, the original Jurassic Park is probably one of my favorite movies. And did we recently watch that in theaters? I feel like in the last, uh, it's, been in a year or two the last year or two i think it might have been coming out of covid when they didn't have a bunch of new movies to release they were doing yes. like classic movies yes and we went to the jurassic park one right yes okay yeah that was sweet by the way it was. um 
I kind of, this, this is going to sound weird from a guy that's not a huge like horror movie fan. Uh, I kind of enjoyed the jump scares that Jurassic Park brings because they're a little more fun. You see, and, are Jurassic Park movies scary? That's the question. Yeah, because like, because like my mom used to not want me to watch them as a kid because she said it was so scary. But like, I never saw them as horror esque movies. Well, I think they're intended to be kind of scary for children. Yeah, I mean, I get the jump scares, but I mean, I guess I just never saw like they were just dinosaurs doing dinosaur things. Like, can I be upset with a velociraptor for doing what it was naturally intended to do? I mean. I don't know how to answer that. Because like, the answer is like, no. Yeah, but as a child, you don't care what the Velociraptor is supposed to do as long as it doesn't eat your face. Yeah, but they're so That's, cool. That should be your only concern. They are cool, but they're really not cool when they're munching on your soul. But they're not munching you know? on my soul. I'm just saying, but if you were in a position where you your life was in danger by a Velociraptor, you'd be like, I'm not mad at you. You're just yeah. doing what you're programmed to do. It's I mean, in your nature to eat me. Come I mean, on, have a bite. I mean, maybe in my like second life, I would. <laughs> maybe, but I mean, I get it. I just don't ever want to be in a position where I would have to fight a velociraptor. Yeah, especially with a butter knife. It doesn't look like <laughs> it's going to go that well. Yeah, well, I don't know what they were fighting. That thing had wings. I did have so. wings. It was like half velociraptor, half uh, pterodactyl. Yeah, which is. Equally, equally terrifying. terrifying. A flying velociraptor yeah, yeah. is way scarier than just a running velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so what we got next? Jurassic Park, obvious boom. I uh, think that's going to smash at the box office. I'm projecting. I'm going to say it. Five hundred million dollars. I think that's going to be huge success. Five hundred million. Okay. Five hundred million total, not first week. Obviously. Right. Oh yeah. No, if it did that first week, we would be in a different yeah. world yeah um all right the next one yep uh also not going to be a surprise to anyone but it's dr strange yes every night i dream the same dream i dreamed a dream of yeah it's almost the same thing Play <laughs> miss dr strange the nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the door. Sam Raimi's the guy that did the first Spider-Man. Or the first ask. trilogy. Okay, okay. Well, are you talking Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire, yeah. Thick multiverse. Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. You know who that was, right? Wait. Go back. No. What? The, we should tell him the truth? No, it sounded like Gandalf. Things just got out of hand. Not quite. 
break the rules. Look out! I become a hero. I do it, I become the enemy. Mm. That doesn't seem fair. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be all boom. But no, uh, the guy that says we should tell him the truth, that's Patrick Stewart from X-Men. What? Like OG. Yeah, I know who he is. Charles Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know who Patrick Stewart is. I'm asking you, what do you mean? I think think this movie makes all the other Marvel movies MCU canon. That's fire. Yeah. So so was it referenced in the What If series at all? Uh, no, but in the poster we do get Captain Carter's shield and the Marvel zombies. So What If is canon to Yeah, cuz yeah. we get we get Supreme Strange as well, obviously in the trailer. Um but the rumors for that movie are actually nuts. Like we're supposed to be getting a Tom Cruise as a Tony I heard as a Tony Stark variant. Uh, there's been rumors that we're going to see Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman again. Ryan Reynolds, obviously De- as Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, I think there's rumors that we're supposed to be seeing a John Krasinski, Mister Fantastic. Oh, yes. Okay. So obviously, that I actually, movie- I actually really like that. Yeah, so like obviously the movie's a boom. Uh, can we get Jessica Alba as in Visa Girl again? Well, I what I really want is Chris Evans to come out and everyone be like, "Oh, it's Captain America," but then him to be the Human Torch. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think that would be that'd be fun. Um, I think we're supposed to be getting a Ben Affleck Daredevil. See, that's so cool, man. What? The the end of the Spider Verse, not end of the Spider Verse. The uh, No Way Home. No Way Home just opened up the door for and made all of this possible, and it's really exciting. You know, now that there's, you know, other dimensions in play. You know, and there's a infinite number of different timelines and things like that. So it's just it's really cool. So my question for you, yeah, is this movie enticing enough to beat? No Way Home, or was No Way Home just like a different level? No Way Home was lightning in a bottle, I think. Okay. Um, j- just, just Spider Man, the franchise essentially took 20 years to build that up. Right. You know, from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield to Tom Holland now, um, something like that doesn't come around a lot. And all three were fairly popular, fairly successful um, to, to a degree. You still had, like, super diehard Spider-Man fans that went and watched. And, um, but just, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, can, that will ever be duplicated to, to, to the extent that it, that it was. Um, but I do think it will be immensely popular – 
not just because it's a Marvel movie, but because of the possibilities um, that comes with the multiverse. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a huge selling point to a lot of people. I think a lot of people really loved yeah, he can do uh, it all. Cumberbatch. So, uh, Speaking of No Way Home, a big shout out to it. It passed Avatar this week. Yeah. Uh, third yeah. highest grossing movie of all time. So, Dane said horror adjacent for sure. I believe he was talking about uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Thank you, Dane. Um, Much love. All right. On to the next one. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, this is a comic book movie. Okay. But on the different side of... Is this uh, Morbius? No. Oh. Um, this is... Let me skip the ad before I put it on. Uh, this is Black Adam. It's The Rock, right? Is The Rock playing Black Adam? Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer yet. From DC. I don't think I've watched this trailer either. Oh, sick. When did this come out? The 11th? Oh, Super nice. Bowl, I think. Who are you under there? What are you hiding? My son dreamt of a better world. That's why he saved me. You can go. That's just the teaser trailer. I don't want just the teaser trailer. We love Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Wait, are they all first look trailers? Yeah. We don't get the actual trailer yet, right? Uh, we'll see on this one. Hopefully his costume is better than uh, I guess, it was. Yeah, I the, guess this is all we get from it. Did you see the Black Adam's costume in the the DC animated? Of a better world. That's why. It's awful. Yeah. You can go to any timeline, any universe. I'd fight to save this one. Yeah. Be greater than a king. A hero. I just got goosebumps. If we don't stand up, no one will. Come with us. It's a glorious world out there. Waiting for you. Are you in? Okay. So, let me ask you a question. Because I know you're, you're... You've seen the DC movies. You've got, you've got your, your opinion on those. Do you think that these will warrant higher performances in the box office and or ratings? Well, I think like even though they were bad, older DC movies still did good in the box office. So it's hard to like argue that they were money makers, right? Like Superman's going to make money. Batman movies are going to make money. doesn't matter how bad they actually are. Okay. Uh, I think I'm much more excited for these films than I have been in previous so i'm actually looking forward to the batman which comes out in march with robert pattinson uh looks a little darker looks a little grittier yeah um, i'm hoping they set us up with a consistent batman um and even if they don't you know maybe i like robert pattinson as an actor uh i liked the first aquaman 
So Aquaman 2, I think, should be good. Uh, wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't the worst. Um, I like Ezra Miller as Flash. I think the Flash character can do a lot and set up a lot for them if they'll actually like build off their movies and not just making one-ofs. Like they have the possibility of having infinite timelines with the Flash existing. So if they'll go upon that, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I love Shazam. Okay. I think Black Adam's going to be good. I saw Pierce Brosnan's going to be Doctor Fate, which I think is a sick character. The guy with the golden helmet. Uh, so I will be less skeptical of these movies going into them as I was older DC movies. Yeah. But they still have a lot to live up to. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is I, I think that there's an understanding now. Uh, a bar's been set by Marvel. And I think that they understand where it's at. And, and based on the trailers that I've seen for the next few DC movies, they look they look pretty good. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be watching them. Um, and especially having just seen the the DC animated movie universe uh in the last what was it like six months ago yeah where i I just binged like the entire storyline yes um it's it's exciting so i have a little more knowledge now and a little more understanding of kind of what i'm supposed to be looking for but uh Mm -hmm. yeah we'll we'll see i i'm i'm hopeful um but i'm 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 still wary but until i watch that first one i I probably will be yeah i think the most disappointing thing for me in dc movies is that like they tried so hard to rush to catch up to marvel and if if they would have just done the same 10-year game plan like so what you started your 10-year plan in 2020 that means that means your stuff is taking off in 2030 and like instead of wasting five or six years with trash projects you're not building upon like your world hasn't even like now we're starting to see some consistent characters but like if you would have just paid your dues early Mm -hmm. then in the late like 2028 29 30 you're you're right where marvel was when endgame hit yeah ideally though and if it if it goes the way it could go they could be they could be doing it when there's not competition. Like Marvel could be uh, maybe not putting out as much. I, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see how it goes. But. I think with Marvel, dude, I think Multiverse of Madness is just going to be them shifting gears. Like, really? I think it's just going to be a, you know, you thought we were done with Thanos, and then it's going to be like no, because I mean it's it's a money making machine. And now they're just giving themselves the things to say, like, okay, we can cast and recast characters whenever we want and just call it a different universe. Right. So, yeah, it's infinite money. Disney has infinite dollars. Um, I do want to see. Has have they have they made a, a dark side? We well, see he was supposed to be. So when Zack Snyder did the Justice League. Yeah. It was supposed to be setting up for Dark Side, and then right. all of that got cut out. See, so I, if you, if I you want, want Dark Side. Well, everybody wants Dark Side. That's the titular villain 
right of dc you know it is their galactus their i guess their version of thanos even if it's a bigger deal than thanos was and like we got all their cool characters in shitty movies like doomsday is the guy that killed superman and he's supposed to be one of the coolest bad guys ever and we got a bastardized version of him yeah and it sucks because if they would have just taken their time and given us a good doomsday then it would have been sweet like i haven't watched the snyder cut of justice league yet because i don't have four and a half hours yeah, I heard it's like eight days long, so yeah. bring a lunchbox. Yeah, so I need to, so I'm not going to speak on it because I haven't seen it. I've heard it was better and much improved, but it sucks that I'm going to watch four hours of a world that he was building, and then Warner Brothers just said, nah, we'll, we'll do something else instead, and it's just <laughs> like... We'll make Space Jam too. Yeah, or Wonder Woman 88, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 which yeah. was awful. God... <laughs> I hope I hope they learned from Wonder Woman because that movie was yeah bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um let's see here. All right, the next one we got. It's not what I really want to see is a Teen Titans movie. Yeah, they got the TV show. They got the TV show. Yeah. Like uh, real life? Yeah. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. It's on HBO Max. Is it out out? Yeah, it's been out for like two or three seasons now. Yikes. I was not aware of this. Um, oh, this movie. So this is Nope. Yeah. You know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. But that's why, back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say, since the moment pitches could move, yeah, skin in the game. Now, this is this is Jordan Peele, right? Yeah. Is that Kiki Palmer? I think so. <laughs> She's a good actress. I like her. Oh, yeah. If I waited, I would have seen that. Somebody's full of himself, huh? (laughs) Yeah, he said, We'll see you. Yeah, I think it's important to always pay attention to animals. Yeah. What's a bad miracle? Why you may be inflatable arm flailing too, man. Not anymore. Can you go back? Can you go back? That, that lady's that lady's face. Yeah, she didn't have that? she didn't have lips. I just want to make sure I saw what I saw. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to be about this. Yeah, no, no, no. She gets it. She does get it. <laughs> oh, she's got yeeted. 
What's the point of all the wacky, wavy, inflatable yeah, flailing too, man, dude? They're, like, did they're, you see that? They're, like a field of them. There are things that you have to understand going into Jordan Pill movies. Okay. They're not conventional. Sure. Um, I I think that movie will not make $25 million opening weekend. Yeah, I think that's going to be a hot bust. Uh, now, I could be wrong. Jordan Pill has a lot of appeal. Yeah. Uh, he gets, but I don't know if it's enough to like generate that kind of audience. Sure. Um, I'm a little skeptical because uh, his last movie, Us, I did not enjoy. It started out really good and then it got super weird in like the last act. Yeah. And I didn't think it was necessary. And I'm afraid that's what's going to happen in this movie. Like we get a pretty cool horror movie at the start and then it's just like government conspiracy for the last 45 minutes. And you're like, dude, where did this come from? Why are we here? Sure. Uh, so just so you know, I think that's probably a good trailer to end on as our stream on YouTube has been um, suspended. So is it really? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So I think there's a, there's a time limit. We can watch a certain minute of clips from other stuff. So we'll have to figure out exactly what that is. Uh, but I had a really good time looking at trailers with you. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think that was fun. So uh, we're going to have to figure out what the rules are because we, and honestly, if we'd have thought about it before. Yeah, that probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we should have, we should probably should have looked at rules, you know, prior, but you know what, whatever. We, yeah. we did our thing. We F the rules. Yeah, rules are for rule followers, which we are not. Yeah, we're rebels. we live on the edge. Bruh, edge is my middle name and danger is my last name. Kevin Edge Danger. So, your, last, your last name is Shelton. Well, don't tell everyone. You're just going to put my whole federal out there for everyone yeah. to just know? Yeah, that's a good point. Nobody cares. Well, and also, uh, like, if you look at your screen yikes there it is <laughs> your whole federal right there yeah you, <laughs> that's better you know what yeah, i got i got my email your, your so email address is there so I that's scared. it's a little better than what i got I scared. hey can you make it to where my uh my address social security credit card information and list of fears is on there is that a yes. thing that you can put on my on my thing under yes. my name okay uh Hey, we're back on. Look Are we back us. on? Did we did we survive the Yeah, but I I am uh I am I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push any more yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. We apologize, YouTube. We're sorry. Yes, uh, good as I and honestly, it was probably Dane probably told on us, really. Dane. That's true. Well, maybe go, it Dane. was another narc we know. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, it's late anyway. Yeah. Um, I got to watch Peacemaker. Uh, big weekend in movies. Yeah, we got what we, we watched. Uncharted. Ooh, little Tom which, Holland, little Marky Mark. Which, from my understanding, is it's a really good movie. If you're not a diehard fan of the game, if you are an Uncharted stan, you might not like it as much. Yeah, but we outnumber them. Yeah, I'm not an Uncharted fan. I played the games, yeah. but not enough for me to like. I'm not invested. Care. 
Yeah. Uh, we got the dog. But it's not canon. Oh, uh, Channing Tate Yum, dude. Channing Tate Yum. Let's get it. Yes. We got the curse, which is no. supposed to... <laughs> I don't care what it's about. It's, it's, just no. supposed, it's supposed to be a really good horror movie for you <laughs> horror fans out there. Um, and then I thought the ambulance came out this week, but maybe I think I think maybe that's, that's next week. week. I want to say I feel like it's the twenty seventh, but I, I could I could be wrong. Or oh, it got pushed back. It got pushed back to April. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. For us. We got out. time. So, a couple movies. I still need to see Death on the Nile. We were lazy this weekend. I went to an anime convention because I'm a weeb. Weeb. Uh, yeah, I was just busy with you know, yeah, yeah. You know, just whatever. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. Uh, but before we go, I'd like to say thank you to everybody uh, for watching, for giving us your your time. And uh, we'll continue to keep doing this every week. We still love it. We're trying to get better. Hopefully, we're not in too much trouble with YouTube. And maybe we can do something like this again. Uh, that would be We're cool. not monetized yet. So Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not monetized. It shouldn't be a big deal. Um, what I will say, though, is uh, if you want to get a hold of me and Jarrett, maybe – Maybe get on the show for a, for a hot little cameo. Um, reach out to us if you know us directly. Just send us a DM. If you don't, we're on Facebook at Silence Your Cell Phones under the subcategory of podcast. We are on Twitter at Silenced Phone. Or if you just search Silence Your Cell Phones, there we are. Um, we're on IG also at Silent Your Cell Phones. And we have a we have a Patreon. If you look up Silence Your Cell Phones, you'll see us, and we'll have different stuff on there from time to time, which reminds me. Uh, Jared, I think we'll we'll probably have our first video for members on there this week. Yeah, we need to do that. Uh, I have less than a week to get a video together for... Oh, that's huge. The Schmodown. We got to do that. That's got to be a thing. So that is priority number one. For me next week perfect is figuring out what i'm gonna pitch to our lord and savior mark ellis and christian Martloff. yeah so look uh anthony lenekis if you can we'll, we'll come up with some options for a character that Jarrett can play and we'll throw a poll up and we'll we'll, we'll see if we can get people to vote and try to help us pick uh what character Jared's going to be for his movie trivia schmodown. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't think I'm going to do. I don't think I'm going to do a character. Though. Well, you got to have a persona, man. Yeah, like, I, I know, a, I know, but I think I'm like I know. can't. I don't think I can pull a character off. I'm not that good an actor. Well, neither. So, nope. We'll say it. I was going to say, well, neither is Dennis Quaid, but he's a better actor than I am. And I, and you know, I'm man enough to admit it. <laughs> sure, 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 but I, I think need, I, I think I can act, Jared. I just need to. I can I, coach you. I, I like I don't need your coaching. Look, I, I was in I theater. I'm Professor Litzy, dude. I was also Christy, Christy Connolly. I was, I was also they taught in me theater. everything they know. Did we not take theater together? I don't. Did we? No, nah, I, I took it with a couple of baseball players though. Oh. Uh, um. Well, if you if you did, you'd know I was the star pupil. So clearly, I don't, we weren't I don't, the same. 
I don't believe that. But I see, I don't think I need a character. I just think I need to figure out what I need to emphasize and not emphasize. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Southern charm for sure. Southern charm's fine. They, they don't have a lot of southern. They don't have a southern presence on their show. They don't have a southern. Well, they got the John Roca, bro. He's the the, the he's cowboy. A, he's an outlaw. That's yeah. And he's, he's, he's not a, he, he's in he, the south. He man. retired though. They do need a John Roca replacement. They need they need another southerner. The quota is available. They're minus one. They are. Here's here's what I'm thinking though. Um, hear me out. Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting. I want you to be from Boston. No. And, and I want you to be wicked smart so I can say, my boy's wicked smart. You can still say that, but I can't pull off. I can't be Boston all the time. Yeah, you can look at him and go, you like apples? What you I, know what I mean? Yeah, you, you think like the people from Boston that they have on their show and say, oh, I'm wicked smart. They're like, yeah, that's that's authentic. He yeah, must yeah. be from Boston. Yeah, park the car. Park you know? the car. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say lines from Jersey Shore. Please don't. I'll go, get, I'll go get spray tanned as fuck. DTL, bro. Yeah. Gym, tan, laundry. See, but it's iconic enough for you to know. Well, you know, I you know. Did I get it? Is it guilty? I might, I might have watched a couple episodes, a or couple, whatever. couple seasons, whatever. <laughs> Although, here's what I will say about that: it's completely relevant, guys. But we're getting to the end. I promise. The South Park episodes that Schnooky was on, yes, phenomenal. Oh yeah, everything South Park does is phenomenal. Yeah, it's fair. But yeah, we'll talk more about what I'm doing in our Patreon video. So yeah. Join we'll our Patreon. That. Do that. It'll be a good time. You'll have man. a lasting impact on my life. <laughs> All right. Well, if, you, if you're ready, I'm ready. Go ahead and sign us off, All buddy. Right. Thanks, everyone, for those who stopped in, those of you who are watching. We love you guys. Till next week. And sing.